In hour 16, we begin to teach the students some very dynamic forms in conversation. Many times it's going to com con, um, it will combine two or three patterns in one sentence or question. So in hour 16, we study the what is often referred to as indirect discourse. Uh, this is basically maybe 15, 20% of most conversation is where people are saying, um, he said that, I didn't say that, and and what did he, you ask him, I asked him, blah, 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 you know, I asked him um, what he was doing. So this is a snapshot of how those patterns are related in English. Um, you see here, a couple of notes at the bottom. That, if you see an underline, that means that it's optional. In these parts, there's six parts here, one, two, three, four, five, six. If everyone knows who you're talking about, you don't have to say to him. You know, he said to come. He told me to come. He asked me to come. These, you need the object here. When we get down to the bottom here, this is not necessary either. But in these forms, it is necessary. Uh, one thing to prep you here, the past tense of ask is A-S-K-E-D. The pronunciation sounds like A-S-T. He asked me to go. That's the easiest and simplest pronunciation, even though it's spelled A-S-K-E-D. So, he said to go, he told me to go, he asked me to go, you know. In the direct sense, you're just saying, please go. In the negative, please don't do that. But if you're relaying what other people have said, you know, he said not to do that. He said, don't do that. She told me not to go. He asked me not to play with the kids. Uh, this also is the positive and the negative. I said let's go. I said let's not go, let's don't go. In these two forms here, ask is not used, as you see. I asked him let's go, you know, it doesn't sound right. So I would, with the students, practice this by just asking a variety of questions. The question always involves do, did, will, don't, didn't, won't. Because am, should, would, can, could is not found in the sentence form, as you see here. So, did you ask him to go? They would say, I asked him to go. Did he tell you don't study? He told me don't study. Did he say, let's have a picnic? He said, let's have a picnic. Did she tell him, let's not do that? Yes, she said, let's not do that. So, these are the relatively easy part of it. When we get to the fifth section here, uh, that is optional. And these are sentences. Now, up to now, we've studied uh, 15 lessons. Uh, there are you know, at least uh, 100 patterns that we've learned up to now. All of those patterns can fit here. Once again, to him, if everybody knows who you're talking about, not necessary. So just listen. 
Listen to this. Um, he said he wants to go. He said he likes to go. He said he feels like going. He said he's thinking of going. He said he's supposed to go. He said he it's all right to go. He said he feels terrible. He says it's difficult to go. He says he used to go. He says he looks forward to going. All of the patterns that we've learned up to now are going to be utilized in this pattern. Here, sometimes people say, you know, he told me what he did. She told me where he went. Now, when you're using this section here, what, where, why, when, who, and how can be interchanged here. He told me how he did it. With this portion here, this I tell him usually always sounds the best. You can you can say he said what he did, but he told me what he did is you know it sounds to me a little bit more fluid, uh, more natural. But sometimes you will say you will hear. He's, he said where she went, but this sounds better. He told her where she went. So I would make up questions like, did he say he had to go? He said he had to go. Did he say he saw her arguing? He said he saw her arguing. Go through a variety of this. Initially, these simple six patterns You'll find, or it's been my experience, that students sort of um, um, stumble over them a bit. It takes uh, maybe, you know, in about three hours from now, they'll become quite comfortable with it. In the beginning, it becomes a bit um, awkward for them, and you'll see them hesitate a lot with it. Just bear with it. Uh, since it's used so much in conversation, they have to get used to it. Um, in our practice sessions, which we'll show for the homework, they can practice a great deal. In this bottom section here is, uh, she asked him, it's either if or whether in a sentence. She asked him if he could go. He a she asked him whether he could go. They are the same. Now, in my book, I also put here, you can also have a question. He asked him, did he go? But I start with this because I think this is mo used the most. And because my experience is that this is a little bit confusing at the beginning for students, I have them stick with this scenario. Um, what, where, why, when can be substituted here. I asked him when he wants to go. I asked him where he is thinking of going. I asked him what he had to do. I asked him how he did it. So there's a variety of ways that you can practice this with students. You can m make the question, you know, do you have to go? And they would say, you asked if I had to go. Did it taste good? You asked if it tasted good. So You'll just when you go through some of the um, uh, reviews, you will see how I sort of weave in and out of the patterns to get this. But this is the main sheet that we're going to be showing them and reviewing with them. Once again, expect a little bit of um, pushback because they 
it takes a little while to get used to this. Although it's so much used in conversation. Um, this PDF basically has some, um, you know, a lot of the questions. What did you say to him to do? You know, you can make your own little sentences here. I always can try to can use a pattern here to, to reinforce that with them. This uh, PDF here, I, I put in here just because I want to show you how patterns, um, let me see if I can make this bigger. Sometimes the pattern, when the, the um, comes at the end of the sentence, you know, I said I want to leave. I said he has to go. Do you see these patterns we learned? I told him we're going to leave now. Sometimes, though, the patterns that we've learned will go in the front. You know, I decided to tell her I study English. Um, he made me tell her I study English. I got to tell her I studied English. And then you will also find patterns you get on both sides. I had the chance to tell them she isn't able to do it. It's all right to tell him he had a hard time getting up. They can't uh, tell them it sounded stupid. I mean, what you're going to find here is that the patterns that we learned can either go at the end, they can go at the beginning, or they can be found on both sides. That's what makes this pattern a little difficult to get used to. We've got to help the pattern, help the students become comfortable with it. Um, this is just um, the same exact patterns if you have only a group of Korean students that um, it has the exact Korean um, pattern. It helps them to relate to the, to the patterns a bit better. Um, these review sections here, once again, I can't um, emphasize enough, the students need to review what they've learned to reinforce good habits. These review patterns here, this is only regarding these top three uh, with this pattern, this group of patterns that we're studying here today. And, uh, you know, you may want to, um, it's not coming up here, but you may want to, um, You know, this isn't coming out here, but it, it will help you to review the patterns with the students. The video is not coming out here, so I'll stop it here. But indirect discourse, extremely important.